Business is brought to you by Audible.com. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share some tips and tricks and stories about our life as a married couple that own and operate a business together. Yes. And we have a lot of exciting stuff happening uh, right now, Allison. I have to tell you, uh, I know I know this is like a common New Year theme. Like I know that a lot of people start their New Year's off this way, and I'm doing it too. But I'm, we're you know we're a few weeks into the New Year now, and I am doing. I feel really good about the fact that I'm sort of like trying to recenter myself health wise. Yeah, I've I've started riding a stationary. What do they call it? Stationary bike. Spin bike. Spin bike. So I did the spin bike thing. It's got like a TV screen. It tells me what to do. It's one of those those kind. Um, and the other thing I tried to do that you've kind of talked me into is I've been doing like some light meditation. I know for years I've been trying to get you to do it well it's harder than you think right yeah it, it, is. It, it's it's manly it, it's it could be manly it's not a, it's not a thing about manly enough it's about like just trying to calm myself down a little bit and mm-hmm. you know and, and and i've been trying to get our one of our, our oldest son he is like he can sometimes be a little crazy and so i'm trying to get him you know to sit down with me and meditate it's been kind of fun he's really enjoying it too yeah well i think that he likes be having something to do with you yeah well, I think that's the case. And I Our think- youngest son is very into sports and you're into sports. And I feel like this is a way that he can connect with you. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're having we're having fun. We're supposed to 3D print something later today. So, you know, I'm realizing, you know, that I've got to try to be a little bit calmer and and uh, a little bit more intentional about things this year so far. And I feel good about it. You came sledding with us. I did come. I did go sledding. You did not get on the sled, though. No, I didn't get on the sled. There wasn't enough snow. You Massachusetts people, you get a lot of snow, but you don't have a lot of hills. Back where I'm from in West Virginia, we got big hills. Anyway, Allison, this week uh, we're going to talk about um, what if planning, getting, you know, being prepared for a kind of a worst case scenario. Yeah. And this isn't, you know, when COVID came up, we talked a little bit about this, about emergency response planning. But this isn't about like an outside emergency response. This is what what happens if something happens to one of us as right. business owners, um, if you know, we have. I have the. If I got hit by a bus book, I, is what I used as a phrase when um, we started creating the operating systems. But it came up in a discussion we had not that long ago, where a colleague of ours, one of their vendors, came to him and said, "Listen, I've been given six weeks to live." And we had the serious discussion of, "What if any of us get that news? Are we prepared? And what do we need to do to start getting?" things in line. And so one of our big projects, you know, after we get through all of our other big projects, is going to be kind of making this what if plan and kind of letting our team know there is a plan if something happens to us. Yeah, I think a lot of business owners, they tend to just worry about the now and what's happening now. And am I making money now? or Do I have work now? And that's important. That's not, we're not trying to diminish that any, but you also need to know, if in, in like the situation we're in, our business is growing, our team is growing, and part of that is making them feel comfortable and happy and uh, safe, feel safe about what would happen if something happened to one of us. Yeah, and every business owner should have in place a complete estate plan that addresses what should happen to the business as well as other assets in the event of an incapacity or death of the owner. Yeah. And if a business is a sole proprietorship, it will terminate 
upon the owner's death and its assets become part of the owner's estate. So you need to understand if your business is a sole proprietorship or if you need to look at, you know, incorporating your business or having an LLC or something like that. That's really important. And this is where I put in our little um, caveat. We are not lawyers. This is just kind of things that we are going through right now. I do recommend that you talk to your lawyer and make sure that you have all the proper paperwork in place. And hopefully in our next set of series, we'll have somebody who can come in and help us guide us through what questions to ask to pick a good lawyer. Yeah, because there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, when you when you you need to find a good lawyer, somebody that you're comfortable with and that can work with you not only on your personal stuff like your will and all of those things, but also on the business stuff and be able to plan that whole estate together. So, yeah, like you said. Because they go together. Right, they do. Uh, this is one of the reasons I love our advisory group from Entree Leadership, though, because you know, they put a mirror up to us and help us all think about things that we might not necessarily be thinking about and realize the importance of them before they become an emergency. So you've decided, Allison, that you you know you need to do something. Where do you start with making a plan? Well, we actually have a really good resource that you and I have used personally. We've never done it for the business, though. Um, many years ago, we bought a book called The What If Workbook, and we'll put the link in the description. And it's kind of a workbook that helps you navigate through getting all of the important information down in one place. So if something happens to you, if you die, if you become incapacitated, somebody else can get the information, know what your wishes are, know how to access things. And so um, that's kind of why I called it this episode, The What If episode, because... um, it ties in perfectly with this resource that we have been using personally, but I definitely think that we're going to start to fill it out professionally. Yeah, the What If Workbook, which you can find online if you search What If Workbook. It's, it was created by Gwen Morgan, a friend of ours, uh, and it has a lot of information that you can put in there, Allison. It has everything from you know financial information to personal information, locations of documents, how you want to be buried. I mean, even down to like how how you want your what how you want your pets if you have a cat or dog what you want to happen to them it has so much information that sometimes i think that you know when you're putting together just a standard will or uh, doing some general estate planning you don't think of all of those kind of things yeah this is you know and you, this is kind of the guidebook for what to do if something happens if they can't ask you you know you've got it all in one place organized neat together um so you know, we talked about organizing all of that important information, your passwords, your bank accounts, where things are located, how to access things, um, your financial reports, your taxes, um, and the contact information for those important players, that your lawyer, your doctor, your accountant, your insurance agent, um, any vendors that, you know, people might need to connect with. Right. And, you know, again, the What If Workbook, you can find that online, whatifworkbook.com. It's designed for personal use, Allison. So, you know, you get all of that sort of personal, but there's a lot of information in there. And and, and when you start to think about your business, what are some things from the business side that right. you need to look at? Right. And I, I would duplicate a lot of the things for the business side. What debts do the business, does the business have? How, who, how do they get paid? Who do they get paid to? Um, again, the key passwords. Who are the key employees? And where are the where, who are the key employees? And how do you access and connect with those people? So who is... If something happens, have you identified who is the key contact person? And does that key contact person know 
where all this information is. Now, a lot of husbands and wives that listen to the show that may own and work in businesses together, they may only have one or two employees or they may have no employees. It may just be them. You know, why is this also important for them, Allison? Because they're going to be people left behind. If you get injured, if you get if you die and it's just me, I there's things that you do that I don't know how to access. Um there are things that I do that you definitely don't know how to access. Right. <laughs> um, and from my from my perspective, if something happens to me, I have access to all of our financial information, all of our passwords. I keep the master list. Um, and you and you ask me for those things. Like if something happens to me, I can't leave you or our key managers in a place where you're just dead in the water and can't continue. Right. You need you need to remember that. That like even if it's just you and your wife or you and your husband and you're you're working in the business that they're going to be left behind. And even if even if for some reason the business can't survive without you, they need to understand where and what things are so that they can make the right decisions to move on. Here's a perfect real life example. Um in the fall our excavator came down with COVID and was in a coma in the ICU. And he's a business where it's just him and one other guy. Nobody knew where the keys were for the truck that we had parked in the middle of a street. Right. And that became a big thing. And we talked about what do we have to do? And and luckily, there was a solution that came to it. But that's a great example of like that nobody knew how to access his stuff. Right. And so, you know, that preparing, that planning, not only, you know, is does it, I know it, and I think when you first think about it, you don't think about those things. You don't think about the bad things, but sometimes you need to stop and you need to think about the, well, what if, what happens if his, I, I go into a coma? And his poor wife, like, I felt horrible calling her. She has enough on her plate. She has a teenage daughter at home. He's in the ICU. And I'm bothering her with stuff that she didn't know the answer to or how to figure out the answer to. So either having that information put somewhere or designating a person that, you know, at least knows how to access that information, you know, oversees it. That's that's kind of really important. It's one. I feel like this is one of those things that is important but not urgent. And you've got to chip away at it so that it doesn't become both important and urgent. Right. So, Allison, what about and I know we said this earlier, we're not lawyers. We can't tell you you know, what you do and don't need or should and should not have. But in your mind, what are four like really important legal documents that every person should have? Well, definitely a will. Yeah. Um, when we talked with our advisory group, the person who brought it to us has a business with six kids, um, two locations, and he didn't have a will. And so, you know, we said to him, that's the most important thing you need to do. Like, get that done first, because not only do you need the kids protected and your wife, but you need the business protected. Yeah, I was just, I'm, I'm shocked and surprised that the people who have children that don't have wills. I think like, like, and for you and I, I mean, we had a will prior to having children and then we really kind of sat down and looked at it. It was just kind of a basic reciprocating will then. Correct. But I also have a mother who's a lawyer. Right. So I think that for us, that was a no brainer. 
But I am surprised at the amount of friends we have in their 40s with kids and assets who don't have a will. So I really recommend putting it on your to-do list and getting it done so you've got something in place because we're at the age where medical things happen, you know, when you just don't know. And that's that's another thing that you should really think about is having, you know, we talk about medical things, having a healthcare proxy or a, a healthcare power of attorney, one of those things. Yeah. And before you go into the hospital, you know, again, it's one of those things that we have because I have a mother who's a lawyer and I've had surgery before. So it has come up that we have in our in our paperwork packet, um, the will, the healthcare proxy, a living will with some advanced directives just in case, um, and a durable power of attorney who can allow you as a business owner to designate a person or people who can vote for the business interests or oversee management in the event that something happens to you, you're incapacitated or pass away. So that's that's a lot. You know, those are a lot of things right there that you really need to. And it's not something that you go to a lawyer and then they just give you a bunch of paperwork and it's done. Like there's a lot that goes into making decisions for those things. Yeah, I think, you know, when you find a good a lawyer who's a good fit for you, those are going to be some serious conversations that you're going to sit down and they're going to give you a lot of things to think about. So it's not a it's not necessarily a five minute ordeal. It's going to be, you know, putting together a good plan. So, Allison, we've we've sat down with the What If Workbook. We've filled that out. We've got a lot of our information there. Um, and, and by the way, the What If Workbook, whatifworkbook.com, you can find that also digitally. So you, you don't have to have like a hard paper. We have a paper version of it that we keep in our safe, um, but you don't have to have that. You, you can also do it digitally and store it somewhere safe. Yeah, and then you can update it more easily than the paper version. Um, the whatifworkbook.com also has a tutorial guide on their website that will walk you through filling it out if you are stuck on getting started. And then, you know, so you've done that. You've talked to a lawyer. You've made some decisions. You've reached out. You've maybe started connecting with a lawyer about, um, about you know, putting together those documents that you need. What are some other things that you need to get in place? Um, I would say just having a conversation with your team that you do have a plan and you have paperwork and, you know, the key people who will know where that paperwork is and have access to that information to keep things going if, God forbid, something happens to you. Yeah, and I think for us, you know, in our company, we have two or three people that are kind of key managers that are outside of us, that aren't family, and we kind of keep them up to date on, okay, here's... You know, we Allison and I are always aware of, and this is what would happen. And so we have those conversations occasionally with them just so that they know that we're not not thinking about it. Right. Well, and, and honestly, one of those people have asked us, do you have a plan? Um, not very many of our other team members have. So I'm sure it's in the back of their mind. This is a day and age where there is so much unknown that it is probably reassuring for your team to know that, yes, you have checks and balances in place and there is a plan and, you know, the information is accessible if, God forbid, something happens. Yeah. And we talked about this in season one. If you go way back, episode six, I think one of the very first episodes we did, like one of the first 10 episodes we did, episode six, we talked about the what if workbook. We talked about all this planning, but we also talked about, and you should listen to that episode about preparing, taking some hats off, giving responsibilities to other people in your company. That's that's part of growth is so that if something does happen, there are people who can fill in those roles. Exactly. And, you know, over the last two years, a lot of us have seen the need to 
cross-train our team so that if somebody is out or quarantining or you need to make an adjustment, you can still keep moving forward. Yeah. So there's a couple of good episodes in season one, episode 63. That's the taking off the hats episode. Episode six, that's the what if episode. So, you know, a lot of that thinking about pre-planning and working towards the future. So if you're looking for some follow-ups from this episode, I would definitely check out the what if workbook. I would start to compile your important information, your passwords, your debts, you know, your your financial resources and talk to somebody else about where they can find that information if god forbid something happens to you unexpectedly in the short term and while you're putting this better more comprehensive packet together yeah and if you get a chance go and listen to you know a book that might help motivate you for that alice and i I liked retired inspired by chris hogan uh listen to that on audible.com you can get it for free on us if you go to audibletrial.com slash biz married we're giving a free 30 days away for audible and you could listen to retired inspired by chris hogan yeah it's a great book to help you get motivated and if you search chris hogan online he's got some great um videos that will also help you along the way. So also, uh, don't forget, free 30 days. You just visit audibletrial.com slash bizmary. And Allison, we have some great shows coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, next week, we have a, get some guests from a company called H. Lieben. They do um, they do CPR training, but uh, Melanie and Curly Henry, who own the company, have done a lot, and they were really interesting to talk to about just general entrepreneurship. Yeah, it was a great couple, so it's a good couple uh, Q&A with them. Yeah, and shortly after that, we have other great shows with Lynn Feingold about being a virtual assistant and some website stuff coming up. So definitely check that out. Uh, And don't forget, you can find us online. Look for us on Instagram and Twitter at BizMarried or search for us on Facebook as well. Thanks for listening this week, everybody. And remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage because we're married with a business.